Welcome to Almost Here, Around the Corner of Future Technology podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used. We're just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with the Future Tech Podcast. My guest today is uh, Ross Teller. He's the founder of a company called Drop an F-Bomb. They make a, um, a keto-friendly uh, snack that we'll get into the details of. Really cool company name. Ross uh, has got a lot of energy. I'm glad to have him on the podcast. Ross, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing great, Richard. Thank you so much. Great to be with you. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, tell me um, a little bit about the product, and then we'll get into the history of it and where it came from and all that. But but what is it besides uh, a you know a fun way to to talk? Drop an f bomb. What's, what's <laughs> well, definitely the the brand, the f bomb brand has has been a big part of our success. I think that was my wife's genius in the middle of the night. But huh. you know, it, it sparks interest. It gets people talking. It gets people asking questions. And uh, our products are just really natural, high quality, hopefully really clean ingredient keto-friendly or low-carb, high-fat snacks in the form of nut butters based on macadamia nut primarily. And then we have, you know, six different oils, everything from an avocado or an olive oil from California to macadamia nut oil or coconut oil, just ways to get extra fat into your diet when you're not at home primarily. So everything we make right now is in packets, pouches, so that you can take them with you. Yeah, I I recently... um... You know, ordered some myself. Uh, they're pretty good. I tried the macadamia nuts. Um, it's like a chocolate macadamia nut one. And um, it says it only has like one or two grams of sugar. And I think it's 22 grams of fat. And it was pretty sweet. You know, I looked at it and I said, is there artificial sweeteners in here? And there was none. And I was really surprised. It was delicious. And, uh, you know, it felt pretty good afterwards. So I like your well, stuff. Well, good. Thank you. That's That's where we started. You know, my wife and I both avoid all the artificial or, or non-caloric sweeteners, if you will, just because there are natural ones that still are sort of fake, but considered natural. And, you know, we were trying to find things to take when we were not at home that didn't have artificial sweeteners or fillers or binders or, you know, anything you can't pronounce. And that's kind of what led us to, to making our own stuff. And then that, of course, led to the business. Yeah. How did you, um, so what's your background? How did you and your your wife get into this? Oh, funny. You know, and the, the interesting part, I think, is that neither of us have a food background. I mean, I my first career, I was a police officer in Phoenix. And then the last 10 years or so, uh, living up here in Flagstaff, Northern Arizona, I've worked for wind turbine companies traveling around the world. I was doing a lot of work in Japan and India and trying to eat a low-carb, high-fat, ketogenic diet. It's easy when you're not home to find proteins or vegetables, get healthy carbs, but getting enough fat, if you want to make fat your primary source of calories, is not always easy when you're not home. And uh, my wife worked at the Grand Canyon as the fire ecologist for the Park Service. She's worked, you know, in, in wildlife before, wildlife fishing game kind of things, uh, wildlife biology uh, worked as an accountant. So neither one of us had a food background until we got into this. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, so what were some of the challenges? Like when you, how did this idea come to you? And then um, 
again, what were some of the challenges you ran into? Because, you know, you're selling a food, it has to be, uh, you know, tested, et cetera. I don't even know, but I'm sure there's plenty of regulations around it. Oh, yeah. We are under the FDA guidelines. And if you are selling a food product anywhere outside, like your local farmer's market, it's got to be made in a commercial kitchen that's registered with the FDA and inspected. And so, yeah, we learned a lot. Uh, we are very much the you know, the quintessential entrepreneurs, I guess, in that respect, that we went into a field where we had no experience, but there's an amazing, you know, amount of information on the internet. You can learn a lot by talking to people who, you know, have food companies. Uh, the traditional path, you know, we were, we were packing, let me back up a bit. We were packing little packets of oil and fat for me to take with me when I was traveling and using little Ziploc bags that would leak in my luggage. So we'd put them in an Algene bottle. And that's what gave us the idea for the business, realizing we wanted something that was really durable and portable and and also natural while being low in carbohydrate. Uh, the traditional path, if you want to start a food product, would be to you know find a co-packer or co-manufacturer and uh, you tell them what you want, what you want the pouch to look like, and then they find ingredients and they put it together and then you buy a bunch of those and you just sell them. And we didn't want to do that for a variety of reasons. You know, we didn't want 100,000 of one SKU. Uh, we wanted to be able to launch with multiple SKUs. We also really wanted to be able to control the quality as much as possible and, and do things a little differently than most of the food scientists and co-packers want to do. You know, like the chocolate one you had, uh, everybody wants to use chocolate flavor or chocolate syrup. We actually melt dark chocolate chips into the batch of macadamia nut butter. And that might be why it tastes a little different than people expect. And we like that. Uh, so we bought our own equipment. Uh, we started very small in a little 400 square foot space. We set up as a commercial kitchen and we got it inspected in August of 2015. And then October 15th, just three years ago, in fact, this week, we turned our website on and launched with four SKUs and and now we're we're growing and still doing it ourselves, which is kind of cool. We've been able to now hire employees. We've got a staff and that feels good to us. But there were definitely challenges along the way. And we're really open about what we've learned and the mistakes we've made. So ask away, Rich. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, I've tried uh, nut butters, you know, from other companies and they're really make you really thirsty. One thing that I thought was cool was when I had... Um, you know, the macadamia nut packet, like I didn't need to really drink anything. I was really surprised. I don't know why, but um, it doesn't suck you dry, which makes it a lot easier to have your products. You know, I'm not saying like don't have water around, but I didn't really need to. So that was one really nice surprise. And then it was also sweet. You know, it wasn't like overpoweringly sweet, but it was just sweet enough. Uh, the size was good and everything. So I, I thought you have a great product so far, you know. Well, thank you. Yeah, the macadamia nut has so much fat and is pretty low in fiber compared to some of the other nuts like almond. And so they're not nearly as, as pasty or, you know, hard to eat as like a traditional almond butter or peanut butter. We like the fat profile of the macadamia nut. One thing we didn't expect going into this, I mean, we were making stuff for our own personal need. And, you know, we sort of expected that our customers would be people eating a a ketogenic or high fat diet like we do, we were surprised. And, and I think it's been really nice that a lot of athletes have embraced our product, even if they're not eating primarily a, 
a low carb diet just because of that ability to eat it while they're running or riding their bike. Uh, it's not not going to sideline them chugging a bunch of water trying to get the the pasty peanut butter out of their mouth. And it's not nearly as as sweet as uh, you know like an artificially sweetened gel or one of those you know carb packs that have a bunch of sugar or artificial sweetener in them. And so yeah, it's been that's a, a great market for us and and something that we've really enjoyed being involved with. Yeah, the only thing I would say is, um, you know, when you when I eat it, I want to get everything out of that little pouch. So I have to, like, start curling it up like a toothpaste tube. If you guys sold maybe a little plastic clip that you clip onto the, the bottom of the pouch and then pull it up to get every little bit out. Because that's what I, you know, like, I'm sure other customers want that, too. Like, you want every little bit. You know, it's just really good. Um, that might be an idea to help get the stuff out. And when you do well, what, you know, put your fingers on it and pull up, it you got to watch out. Like your mouth is going to be ready. Otherwise it goes bleh, and like spurts all over. <laughs> so. I'm with you. And, you know, one of the things we like about your show is that you, you kind of delve into all the aspects and, you know, the road to, to a successful product is not straight. So I will tell you that our, our first pouches we got were, just rectangular in shape. They didn't have the rounded top like our current pouches. And we had them custom made with rounded corners. And then they were open on the bottom, sealed on three sides. We filled from the bottom and then sealed them. And uh, we always thought that people would tear the corner off. And we were surprised how many complaints we got when people would tear the whole top across and then try to shove this three inch wide pack in their mouth. And people would actually cut the corners of their mouth. Uh, so we changed the pouch design. Yeah, we changed the pouch design. I mean, it's all an iterative process. You're learning, we're learning all the time. And so your feedback, I just, the point of this is your feedback is dead on, you know, now we have changed the pouch design and we just have a very obvious single point, you know, of, of, you know, opening, you tear the, the top across. Uh, But even with that, now we've, had complaints that people can't get it all out. We have a lot of customers who post that they cut the whole pack open and lick the inside, which is great, but you know, we're still playing with things. You know, you'll notice that we we grind the nuts so that there are some chunks in there. And we've been playing around with the chunk size and we might have gotten a little too big. We had some where the chunks are too big and then they get stuck in the bottom and people get sad because there's a chunk of macadamia nut they can't squeeze out. And so that's just your experience is dead on. We've worked with the grind a little bit recently, and we're looking at a new film structure that is softer and easier to squeeze. Right now, there's actually a layer of foil between the two layers of uh, of vinyl. Uh, And that foil is great as a vapor barrier to keep oxygen out so we have a long shelf life without adding preservatives. But when you try to squeeze the pack, that foil conforms around any nut chunks in there. And it sort of locks them in place. So we have some new, some new test film we're working with right now. We're even looking at a, a linear tear film. I didn't realize this existed, but you'll notice when you tear the, the, the top, the nipple or the top of the pack off from side to side, it doesn't always tear straight. And there is film that's structured. So it's, it's striated and actually will tear straight across. And we've got some of that on the way to play with. And, you know, that might help help with the the mouthfeel, make the pack a little softer, make it easier to to get a nice 
you know, spout at the top that doesn't have any sharp edges and then hopefully is easier to get the product out. But to your point about the clip, we've actually got some prototypes of little F-bomb shaped clips with a slot in them and much like the, you know, the toothpaste squeeze thing. So yeah, we'll, we'll never please everybody. And I, I don't think we'll ever have the perfect packaging, but we're, we're always looking, we're playing with different designs and trying. Well, the cool thing is that the fact that people are desperate to get every little bit of the, of the snack is a good sign. So it's not a terrible thing. And it's, it's, it must be funny to think that people get sad that they can't get every little bit, but the, it's so good that it makes you want to do that, which is cool. So, you know, be happy about it. It's a good problem to have. No, we like it. It it makes us it makes us smile when we see that. But uh you know, one of our one of our biggest groups, uh our single biggest customer group uh, early on was over the road long haul truck drivers who are trying to eat more healthy food, high fat, low carb food when they're driving their semi trucks. And, you know, I, we've had people tell us, yeah, they'll They'll keep the empty pack after they've squeezed out everything they can. They'll keep the empty pack in their center console till they stop where they can then cut it open and, and scrape it or lick it. And yeah, it, it makes us really happy, but we would love the ideal solution. So if anybody has that, please let us know. Yeah. Okay. Um, you said, uh, I haven't tried them, but you have oils. Uh, what kind of oils? I, I, I'm sorry. I just don't remember. No, that's okay. We have a, uh, you know, if you want to put something on your salad instead of the the restaurant salad dressing, we've got a nice California extra virgin olive oil. We've got a California extra virgin avocado oil, which is pretty cool. I love that one. And uh, we've got a coconut oil from southern Mexico. We import uh, a blend of oils. We call the house blend now uh, for putting in your coffee. We've got MCT oil, uh, medium chain triglyceride oil for putting in coffee or drinks and uh, and then a macadamia nut oil, and you know, just a raw macadamia nut oil from Hawaii. Pretty popular, so but not uh, nearly as. People don't drink them, do they? Hopefully, or uh, no. Well, some people do. I mean, there there are some hardcore keto, keto people who will drink a pack of MCT oil while they're running. You know, you got to be careful with that. It's a bit of a digestive tract lubricant, so you know, we encourage people to to build up to that slowly. But yeah, we've got people who will drink it and we taste all the oils. Every batch, we we pull a sample and we taste it. And the avocado oil, man, I'll I'll drink that. It's it's green, it tastes like an avocado. And uh, But yeah, in general, the, the intent of those was a way to be able to take, you know, a really nice oil with you that you know isn't oxidized or adulterated or anything, you know, cut. Uh, you never know what the restaurant might have, the quality of their oil and, so it's just nice to be able to take something with you and know that it won't leak in your purse or your backpack. I don't know without looking at it, but I know getting on a plane, um, you know, I can take some nut butters and I think these are small enough. The volume is low enough that you could take them, right? Exactly. These are one ounce packs. They will fit in your quart size carry on, you know, travel bag, the TSA friendly bag. And, you know, I, again, since this was born out of, need while I was traveling and flying. They are very much travel friendly. They've F-bombs have been all over the world with me and customers, but just make sure you put them in that clear bag if they're in your carry-on and then pull that out. If you have them stuffed into your bag and you don't declare them, TSA will take them and eat them later probably, but... Uh, yeah, shame, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, cool. So what um what other products are you looking at putting in the containers, or what's next? You know, over the next six months or a year for the company. Uh, we've had a lot of requests for larger form factors, and so we we are working on an eight ounce jar and a, a five ounce spouted pouch. You know, it's a bigger pouch with a gusseted bottom and a spout on the side. Uh, had we known there was a market for all of this, we probably would have started with jars. Jars are easy. You can buy jars, you put labels on, you fill them and off you go. And uh, starting with the pouches was definitely the more difficult route to take. But now that we've got the hard part done, you know, it's nice. People want them in bigger, bigger forms. We just launched a, a cheese crisp product, which we are having made for us to our specs, but that's not something we're we're equipped to make here. But one of the things that we, again, personally sometimes miss are, you know, crunchy, salty snacks and potato chips are great, but they're filled with carbs or things we don't want. A lot of times they're cooked in peanut oil or sunflower oil. So these cheese crisps are like basically zero carb. They're crunchy and tasty. And those are going to be landing on shelves here just in a month. And then next year, uh, coming out with some more oils, another, another nut butter blend. Uh, and I think that's all I can tell you about now, but certainly I'll, I'll email you next year and let you know what we got. <laughs> we'll send you some. Are there, are there any, um, you know, we kind of talked about it already, but are there any behaviors or requests that really surprised you that you didn't anticipate at all that, uh, you know, people are interested in? I think just cutting open the packs is, is the behavior that most surprised us, you know? And, and again, I mean, if we were, had we done a lot of market research, we probably would have started with jars right off the bat. I, it would have been so much easier in retrospect than trying to have pouches custom made. But I'm glad we did it because it, it got us, you know, there was a steep learning curve and it got us up that hill right off the bat. But yeah, just seeing that people want to cut the packs open is, is both surprising. And like you said earlier, it's very, it's gratifying. We're happy about that, but we never expected that. What about, um, what could you put in the pouches where it would come out in a narrow, like, you know, a narrow line and maybe a little bit thicker where you could put it on other foods, you know, because um, like you said, it's hard to find fat out there. So one way is, you know, I eat the whole packet and that gives me fat. But another way is I'm eating something else. I'm eating, I'm eating meat or I'm eating uh, whatever, you know, not, not necessarily a salad, but something else. And I'd like to squeeze onto it some flavorful fatty substance that will make the thing I'm eating, let's say steak or something more delicious, and it will give me the fat I need and balance the meal out. Is there anything you could put in there that would do something like that? Okay. Now, Richard, you're twisting my arm. Those things that I said I would tell you about next year. Yeah. No, uh, we are, we're thinking, we're thinking along the same lines. We are looking at uh, options for like some basically high protein, low carb crackers that would be gluten-free and and just really natural with a a dip or a a nut butter. Uh, We would not change our current macadamia nut butter to make it thicker. You know, adding guar gum or carrageenan or something as a thickener is is something we've wanted to stay away from. But, you know, we're even looking, we're looking at a bar, certainly that's been on our radar, but everybody that makes bars uses sticky stuff that's carb-based, you know, whether it's dates or honey or molasses or, you know, corn syrup or whatever, uh, all of the sticky stuff is most often really high in carbohydrates. So it's a challenge, but 
that's why we're fighting that right now and working on options. And we've got some great tasting prototypes, uh, you know, and then uh, we're looking at some meat based things. Uh, you know, we we both like meat snacks and there's some great things out there. We don't want to copy or be me too. And uh, but there are opportunities for for new products in that market that are, are meat based and really natural and, and still low carb. It's a challenge finding beef jerky. There are a couple of companies out there doing it well, so we'll we'll not be doing jerky. You don't know, compete with them, but um, I think you'll see those things that you're talking about definitely next year. Yeah, I picture like um, a barbecue sauce that you guys make. So if I'm eating a piece of meat that's boring or it's just there's no fat, I can you know use your pouch and put some of your special like barbecue sauce on it. You no, know, or a thick salsa yep. or something like that. Yeah, no. In fact, uh, if you looked at our list of product development ideas, uh, steak toppings is very much high on that list. It's been on there and, you know, something uh, with some garlic and some salt. Uh, you know, I love putting butter and garlic on a steak just to add extra fat. And if you had something that was portable like that, uh, that I think would be a good fit for our market. It's got to be really clean. Now, once you start adding spices to oils, you know, you introduce the potential for bacterial growth and how do we prevent uh, contamination or bacteria growth and keep a long shelf life without adding a preservative? That's a challenge, but, you know, we got some tricks up our sleeves, some things we've learned. And uh, so I think you won't be disappointed. All right. That's great. All right, Russell, you know, we're at the end. We're at the end. Uh, what's the best way for people to, you know, to try the product out? Where should they go? Wow, we have just recently gone into a bunch of stores nationwide. We're in Vitamin Shop and GNC stores nationwide. We are going into CVS pharmacies in January. Uh, Amazon, of course, is is great. We're pretty big on Amazon right now, which is nice. Uh, sometimes a mixed blessing, but we're thankful we're there. And then our website is dropanfbomb.com. Uh, you can follow us on social media where we're fat is smart fuel. We couldn't get F-bomb on the social media platforms and some of the ones we didn't want people finding us there. So, you know, Instagram, sure. we're pretty, pretty active there. And uh, we do product testing. We've had, we've sent out samples and had people on Instagram, you know, try three different varieties of something and give us feedback. So fat is smart fuel is a good way to find us there. All right, that's great. Well, Ross, thanks for coming on the podcast. I appreciate it. Well, thank you, Richard. I appreciate it. And uh, I'll touch base with you after the show. We'll get you some more F-bomb nut butters. Oh, that sounds good. Thank you. You've been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post to review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.